Okay. Um, yeah, I have had no idea what I was going to talk about today, but that's technically every day. Um, but I remember this, I, I, while we were getting ready, I remember this note that I wrote down um, during, of course, like during the time while being out there. Uh, most, that's where most of the writing happened. But it, I can't remember if it was... Um, uh, the prophet's Elijah Muhammad's birthday or something. Um, but like he was, he was doing like this broadcast, and I remember it like caused a lot of uproar because like he said some very controversial things in the past, and probably still saying controversial things. I don't personally keep up with him. I know I have friends that do or don't or feel ways about them, but I remember something he said because like I tuned it for a second I was like oh it's live stream it's like oh I'm not doing anything let me hop in and like just hear because one of the one of the things about him is that like I know him as like a historical figure more so you know like not someone contemporary I heard about like what he did or who he was dealing with and some of the stuff that he did back in the day so it's like I knew him through that context but it was like oh he's giving a speech I was like oh that's interesting I didn't even think that he was still doing this type of stuff so I tuned in and like I said there was one thing that I wrote down he said the resurrection of the mentally and ideologically dead and an establishment of a government of peace and that really struck me because it's like they were very they were very sound marching orders and I think one of the reasons I wrote it down is because you know like I was I was thinking about it worried about it uh, thinking about like oh this controversial person like listening to them and taking a piece of their like idea and talking about but I I kind of think about like some of the other figures in history but more so even like contemporary figures in history to name one Donald Trump uh, I listen to the things that he said or you go back and think about the things that he said that like got the country like riled up or like got the got his supporters riled up or like lined up behind him and I often thought about it I often thought about it because honestly I often heard it shouted at us you know what I mean like when you're out there and you're protesting you're marching and like there's this whole situation of counter marches where like you end up facing off against the other side and you're yelling and like this tense and all this kind of ridiculous stuff but like I again like you sit there and listen to what they're saying make America great again and drain the swamp it's like those you can't you can't really argue with those with those I guess like ideas because even at like as an American it's like yeah I want this country to be great it's like yeah there's the argument of like great again but I I was reading reading in quotation marks I don't like to read I I say reading because it was a historical account of uh, the the civil war from the British perspective this British visitor and in his account he talked about like the hope and ideas of like America and he rebuked the rebellion of the southern people uh, because it fought against this idea of nobility and blah 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 and of course like things manifest themselves differently than ideally but there's always been this 
idea of how great this country could be because of the way it organized itself and one of the or how how it became organized um with this you know the founding fathers and the way we tried to like move forward and blah 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 um and i've always said that i believe that the american experiment can work I, I still believe that despite like the history and the damage that's been done, I still 100% believe that the American experiment can work once you weed out, you know, the, the non-American influences. And I don't say that non-Americans like, oh, you weren't born here, like you're a foreigner, blah, blah, blah. No, like that's not like being an American isn't about being born in this land or being of this land. Being American is holding a set of ideas. You uh, ideologically you're an American, you believe in like whatever amalgamation of the American dream you have left from whatever perspective or culture that you've come from and entered into this place. You have like the idea of what this place offers and like what it can actually offer. But like you get here and you see the realities of how they're blocked in certain ways or things. But in reality, if you hold these ideas self-evident, it's what our what the Constitution, Declaration of Independence, one or two, they're very closely related. And they're not they're two separate things i don't want to put that out there but like they're if you hold these ideas true to yourself then you are an american you know what i mean so those are our ideas of making a great country for everyone and another one of his terms drain the swamp we do have to drain the swamp because you're talking about getting rid of those ideologically corrosive elements in our government is greed is corporation is selfishness to serve this country is a selfless act and as a public servant you are no longer in service to self you're in service to the people so if we could like in a way purify that idea and i know like that's idealistic but like the reason like ideas can become reality it just takes practice we need people who are purposeful in their practice of public servants and we can apply these ideas these these things these these pieces of information that people connect to because it, it speaks to something in them it speaks in something to people of making the country great and sometimes yeah you know it stokes ideas or it gets contextualized in ideas of like racism or white supremacy and things like that but more so if you're talking about the pure idea of making a country great it's like return us to this like equal the idea or make us this country of being equal it's like we weren't that you know it was built for like rich white farmers and then like as rich white farmers evolved the laws have evolved for them so it's like yeah i get that part the task of us is to make this country great and we have to make it equal for everyone like for 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 everyone it's like not man woman it's like everyone who comes to this land and hold these ideas is who we have to be accountable for um and once we take that responsibility we can make this country the great country that it has all the potential to be we can quote unquote drain the swamp and get rid of those elements we can establish a government of peace with all the power that we have we are able to affect peace worldwide and it's not on some like foreign aggressive stuff we can legitimately help the world if we get ourselves in order so um that I, you know like that just that just goes off goes off on whatever tangent that goes off of but like when i look at these pieces of information these pieces of quotes these sayings that these people say if we gather the best of it and move forward with that that is what america was supposed to be you take the good of everyone who's there and build something better we have to build for the future and that's our responsibility take what works leave what hinders us 
build what's better for us all. So that's what I have today.